It's game day for the Indianapolis Colts, a huge game for the Colts tonight. Thursday night football in Denver against the 2-2 two two Broncos. Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, bunch of talented Broncos going up against your Indianapolis Colts. Matt Ryan, oh boy, this is a huge game for Matt Ryan. It's a huge game for Frank Reich. You come out of this one 2-2-1, two, two, tied atop the AFC South. You feel pretty good about where you're at. You don't, you got problems. We got five keys to that game that we're going to talk about. Practice squad got a little more crowded yesterday as Des Patman cleared waivers. Evidently, the rest of the NFL not as enamored of the Colts receivers room as Chris Ballard is. So Patman converts to the practice squad out of waivers. There you go. The Pacers last night got a win against the Charlotte Hornets. It's preseason. It really doesn't matter. But there was balanced scoring, and a win's a win is a win is a win. Cubs wrapped up the season. They got a win in Cincinnati. They absolutely bludgeoned the Reds, sent the Reds into that good dark night uh, with absolutely nothing to hope for in 2023. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, October 6th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. You go to BUSR. Dot com backslash Kent. You deposit more than a hundred bucks. They're gonna they're gonna give you just give you twenty five dollars in casino chips. You can use to play craps. You can use to play uh, blackjack. You can play slots. Whatever you want, and they will match dollar for dollar with uh, free play. Your initial deposit up to a grand in a free play at the sports book. So there you go, busr.com, all kinds of fun, busr.com backslash Kent. Tonight, Colts, three and a half point dogs at Denver. Ooh, me likey, right? You, you get three and a half points, you feel good about that? All right, uh, subscribe, like, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. Going live a little bit early today because... It's a big day, and we've got a call-in pregame special tonight at uh, right about 4.30, so you got that to look forward to, a half an hour minimum uh, of a call-in to talk about what we expect to see tonight. Download the call-in app immediately. Let's talk about this game and the five keys to the game for the Indianapolis Colts. Key number one is that Matt Ryan has got to hold on to the damn ball. If he doesn't hold on to the ball tonight, after nine fumbles in the first four games, if he puts it on the ground again another two, three times, you have got to start looking at Nick Foles as maybe the guy you're going to entrust to this offense, to lead this offense. Maybe even Sam Ellinger. You just can't continue to put Matt Ryan back there if he's going to continue to have the fumbles. The most fumbles he's ever had is 12. The most ever by anyone in the NFL's 23, and that record is shared by Kerry Collins and uh, Byron, uh, no, Dante Culpepper. I was going to say Byron Leftwich, but that's not true. It's Culpepper, it's Collins, 23 fumbles each, and, and Ryan is on pace to destroy that record and amass 38 fumbles. You cannot have a quarterback fumble the ball 38 times in an NFL season. And, and call yourself a legitimate, hopeful contender for anything other than the first overall draft pick in 2023. 
you would be able to contend for that. But Matt Ryan's got to hold on to the ball or it's time to look elsewhere for quarterback play. You just can't sustain a level of play that inspires any amount of hope whatsoever in your fan base. And that's what this is all about. Matt Ryan, got to hold on to the ball. Um, you've also got to have, uh, you got to limit big plays for the Broncos. The Broncos like big plays. They've got seven receivers averaging 14 or more yards per reception. And, and fortunately, the Colts' defense is built to limit big plays. They don't blitz very much, and they've got good defensive backs. They've got linebackers who can cover at least a little bit, and they put a little bit of pressure on the quarterback. This is a good thing. The way they defended Patrick Mahomes is the way you defend Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson doesn't like to get out and run as much as he used to. He's 34 years old, and at this point, he likes to kind of sit back and he likes to throw the ball deep and he throws the ball deep with deadly accuracy and he's got a couple of guys in Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy who can go get it deep. And then he's got other guys who can go get it deep. So you need Gilmore, you need Rodgers, you need Moore, you need Faison, you know, you need, uh, uh, my goodness, you, you, you need everybody. It's all hands on deck to keep from getting gashed deep by that uh, Broncos offense. You've got to limit their ability to uh, push the ball down the field, Russell Wilson in particular. Um, another key is that this is a team. Uh, now, the Colts are down Jonathan Taylor. They're down Shaq Leonard. We know that. They're down Tyquan Lewis. But the Broncos have real injury issues with Javante Williams, their best running back, out, and Randy Gregory, their best pass rush guy, out for this game and for several others. You've also got some, some other guys ruled out yesterday. But you, and you know what? You haven't heard of them, so it's no big deal. They don't play a lot. They, the four guys who were ruled out yesterday uh, barely played. They amassed this season 55 total snaps, so that's not going to be an issue. But Gregory being out and uh, Williams being out, those are big losses for the uh, Denver Denver Broncos. By the way, Philip Lindsay has got to find a way to get the football and move it forward and, and find a way to give the Colts second and six instead of second and eight. There's a big difference between second and six and second and eight. And Philip Lindsay tonight is going to help the Colts get the ball forward. He's going to run with Pat. This is chance. You want to extend your career if you're Philip Lindsay. Being, uh, we assume, elevated from the practice squad tonight, you put up numbers tonight. You show people you can still play. That is a guy who's motivated. Jonathan Taylor is going to get his money. Philip Lindsay wants to continue his career, and he's visiting a place where he kind of built his career, the Broncos, where his first two years he was kind of like Marlon Mack. You know, then the injury, kind of like Marlon Mack there too. All right. Here's a, here's a thing. I think that this is a key to the game. The key matchup for this game, and it's rarely this way, and it fits right into Chris Ballard's uh, overall kind of uh, philosophy of football, is the interior of the Denver Broncos offensive line and the, ex the interior of the Colts defensive line. They match up very, very nicely for the Colts. 
that the interior of the Broncos line is not good. Guard, center guard, not good. You got uh, Glasgow, Risner, and Cushenberry. Cushenberry, the center. They don't grade well. They haven't played well. Grover Stewart and DeForest Buckner have played well. And here's what I would do further. I would change things up if I was Gus Bradley, and I would go to more of a 46 look. I would put a hat on each guard and the center. I'm covering all those guys. I'm forcing them to go one-on-one against somebody. And and in in most cases, against two guys. And I think the guy, slide Quiddy Pay over the top of the guard. You got Stewart playing a nose. And you got Buckner on the other side. And you push that pocket back, baby, because that interior of the Broncos line can be exploited and then come at Wilson from the sides, hem him in, and make it difficult for him to throw the football. I think that would be interesting. Um, you got to make the Broncos pay for blitzing. They blitz 35.4% of the time. That's number four in the NFL. And to give you an idea about how ineffective those blitzes have been, the Colts catch a lot of hell for not pressuring the quarterback. Well, the Colts blitz about half that often at 19.6. The Colts, they get more hurries than the Broncos, 10.1% to 8.3%. Make the Broncos pay for blitzing way too often. I think the Colts can do that. That's something that Frank Wright can scheme. Those, here's another thing. Denver's defense has allowed only 683 passing yards. The Colts and Matt Ryan, they've thrown for 1,125. Push is going to come to shove. The Broncos, number five in the NFL in passing yards allowed. Matt Ryan, number four in passing yards by a quarterback. Now, we know what that is. We know that that's Matt Ryan under duress and and coming from behind. I mean, he had a huge deficit. He came back from to force a tie against Houston, then 24 nothing against the Jaguars. He threw a lot. Uh, this past week against the Titans, threw a lot. Threw a lot against the Chiefs. So it, it's kind of tonnage as much as anything else required because of the, the game score in the moment. Um, who's better? The, the Broncos cornerbacks, Darby and Sertain, are both really good, and they both grade well at Pro Football Focus, or uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Alec Pierce, and Ashton Doolin. Doolin and Pittman both over 70, and Pierce now into the 60s at 64 after a pretty good week, a pretty good couple of weeks, really, uh, against the Chiefs and then the Titans. Kind of an interesting matchup, and I think that that's where the game is going to be won or lost. The Colts have got to find a way to make their weapons dynamic. We'll see if that's part of what they do tonight. I know that they want to run the ball a lot. They want to control the clock, blah, 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 blah. They haven't been able to do it because the offensive line has stunk. Got to get this moving. And there are questions about this team. Is it, With a loss, is Jim Ursay going to pop? Is he going to get really impatient, turn into his dad, and fire a coach midseason for the first time in the 25 years that he has run this franchise, I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think it helps his team get better in the short term. And and what are we talking long term? This is not a long term franchise. They want to win now, and they're not winning now. One three and one though, it, there's going to be a price. That flight back is not happy with Jim Irsay after a loss. 
Um, can Ryan play anymore? That's a legit question. After games one and two, even even that Jag game in in game two, I was like, you know what? It's gonna it's gonna come for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's been around fourteen years. He's gonna figure it out. Have seen no evidence that he's figuring it out. Zero evidence that he's figuring it out. He has got to get rid of the ball quicker. And that's not something that he's shown historically an ability to do. Uh, Pacers last night. Winners. Ding, ding, ding. Pacers beat Charlotte 122-97. It doesn't make any difference at all. It's a preseason. Aaron Neesmith, uh, the last lottery pick of 2020, he was acquired from the Celtics in exchange, with a bunch of guys in exchange for Malcolm Brogdon. He led the scoring last night uh, with 16 points. Benedict Matherin, 15 points. Knicks tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden at 7.30. And then the last two preseason games at home against the Knicks next Wednesday and the Rockets next Friday. Both of those games are going to be on TV. Tomorrow night's game will not be on TV. Uh, Pacers in a rebuild. You know, you wonder, are they going to be able to put themselves in a position to go get, you got a 14% chance at best of getting Victor Wenbinyama, uh, Wenbinyama. And so, you know, is is he the guy? How about that Scoot Henderson fella? You got him out there too. Uh, top end of that draft looks pretty good. Cubs, they went out with a bang last night, not a whimper. They beat the Reds 15-2. to Good for the Cubs. They finished the season 74 and 88, which is about as well as you could have hoped. At, at one point in June, they were 23 games under 500. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this game day. I got a good feeling tonight about the Colts. I got to tell you the truth. I think they win this game because this is the kind of game they win. They have gone 5 0 1 in regulation during prime time the last six games. Now, they lost the one that was the Owen won the, the tie in regulation. They lost that in overtime in Baltimore last year. But the other wins, nice wins. Generally, you play good teams uh, in prime time. The Colts have, and the Colts have won, including the game last year against the 49ers. Nice on the road. They went on the road. They went at home. You play in prime time, you win. All right, uh, David Finoli, the great Bob Hamill celebrating a birthday, the great Mark Maloof, happy birthday, the great Dan McGowan. His twin brother, Crazy Joe McGowan, celebrating a birthday. The great Donna Vossen, the big daddy, Mike Gadd, celebrating a birthday. Chris Littleton, too. If this is your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else with an honest and specific compliment. That's what you do. You make somebody else's day brighter through recognizing something they do well. It's a nice thing to do. Lift each other. It's what we can do. Let's do that. Let's lift each other. We will talk to you 4 o'clock this afternoon with a special pregame edition of Inside Indiana Sports Now. And then, immediately following that, we go to call-in, 4.30 this afternoon. Download the call-in app. Talk to me. Tell me what you think is going to happen tonight. Let's go. Let's have a great day. Shall we? Sure.